sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. It is professional wrestling, and it is the Cheap Heat Podcast. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. I am former 24-7 champion Peter Rosenberg, joining me from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the physical one. Let's get physical. Stat guy, Greg. Correction, you're the forever 24-7 champion. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you got to get that right. I apologize. You got to get that right. You're right. Future WWE Hall of Famer, but you just—I feel like you're being humble today, so I'm gonna Hi. let you. I'm gonna let you do that. Thank you. And also in Los Angeles, from the Casa de LJN, Dipperston. I'm here with all my LJN friends today. I got, uh, I got a um, a hacksaw. Whoa! Uh, this week, I got um, a a blue Tito, and a million dollar man. I'm going and going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's you, left you're going I, I let me see hacksaw I, I i didn't even know there is such thing as a hacksaw ljn yeah you want to see hacksaw i want to see hacksaw he's much better looking in the ljn really he's a very handsome ljn Re- as opposed to real life repug hacksaw <laughs> let's can you can you get him how far away is it yeah well, one moment please all right he's moments away um lot to talk about not really but we're gonna make it happen anyway. You're gonna try because we value our time with you every week. And let's be honest, the last couple of weeks, you guys, you've gotten a lot. You got a bonus Triple H episode. Oh, hold on, Dipperstein. Let's take a look at him. He looks like a great guy. Oh, he does look like a great guy. I don't have the two by four, but I'm gonna buy one. I'll buy a two by four for twenty bucks, probably. Isn't that crazy? The two by four is twenty bucks. Yeah, well, well, but it's essential. Look at the. That's why it goes for big bucks. Yeah, because it's essential. I can't believe they made LJNs for this long. I only knew the early ones. It's amazing. God, I, I am so obsessed. Yeah. They're so beautiful and gorgeous pieces of rubber. But yeah, I was gonna say you can't do anything with them. They're 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 only display pieces. I don't know what like how did we play with them as kids? I, I managed to play with them somehow, but they are they are stupid to play with. They're just, I did too, but it's just with like them. it's <laughs> it's absurd. And I'm ha- playing with them right now. Are you excited to have you have the hearts? Yeah, I have the hearts now. You have the Bulldogs. I have the Bulldogs. Who's missing? That's what I want to know. Haku, Bossman, um, uh, SD Jones with the Hawaiian shirt. Are there two SD Jones or just one? Yeah. There's two. No, there's two. How did they make a second SD Jones? There was a variant. It was yeah, a variant. The <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm missing uh, the Hogan with the red shirt. You have one. And what? the ref- you That's have very, very rare. Well, you have naked Hogan and white shirt Hogan. That's right. Okay. I prefer naked Hogan. 
There's no yellow shirt, Hogan? Yeah, how is there no yellow shirt, Hogan? No, um, and I, I need the referee. And I need the Sergeant Slaughter Malloway, which is like a fortune. But other than that, I'm done. It's over. I've got them all. Undertake <laughs> them all. Is there, un- when do they finish? 89. So there's no Undertaker? No. Even though the tagline is Undertake them all. No, that's the Hasbro tagline. Oh, that's the Hasbro, okay. Who am I talking to right yeah, now? Yeah, you're, you're, SGG, sit out for the next 30 minutes. You even, think you know yeah, people. Even, even though I've never, even though I've never heard that tagline in my life. Um, I think of both. I know. There's the poster, the, the famous poster with the Undertaker and then all the figures laid out. I never had a Hasbro in my life. Never even crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. I had like three. What's uh, SGG, what's going on outside the ring in the world of professional wrestling today? It's been as slow outside the ring as it has been inside the ring. Um, so there's no big news that I came across, but the big rumor um, that I heard today was that WWE may be developing a working relationship with MLW, uh, the same MLW who just got a TV deal with uh, Vice, I believe. Jefferson, what are your thoughts? I, I, it's a wonderful prospect. Yes. I was thinking about this when I saw when I saw MLW going to uh, to Vice. I thought, should I be doing? Should I be at the commentary desk on MLW on Vice? What What are your thoughts? Where are they shooting MLW? You have I a think job. They're also wrestling. shooting in Florida. They're shooting in Florida. Yeah, he has a job. You have a great wrestling job. You're not going anywhere else. I don't need to do more wrestling. No more wrestling jobs. No, that's it. That's it. But uh, I mean, if they're going to do a partnership, it might, it might be perfect for you. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if there's going to be a partnership, I don't know. I mean, Hacksaw got, says no. Hacksaw says. And this guy, this, this guy says you're making enough raccoons as it is. Ted DiBiase said yeah. enough yeah, raccoons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This Raccoon. man knows a little Would bit ever? about raccoons. Mm, sure, the man loves raccoons, confirmed. Um, What else, SGG? That is literally it. So why don't we start with this? A uh, lot of trending around Adnan Verk this past Monday. Um, not positive. People are really being hard on Adnan. SGG, what are you seeing in the in the Twitterverse about my boy Adnan? I've been trying to avoid it because I, what I've been seeing so far has been people being really hard on him too. Um I personally am willing to give him some time. I, I, I liked him the first week. I think he definitely has a something to add. Um, it's his voice is just the, the way he looks at the product, I think, is needed because it's new and it's, uh, it's an outside perspective and it hasn't been sort of like molded and shaped by what we're used to hearing from everybody. But I think people are killing him because of just like, you know, he doesn't know the moves or he tries to like do some pop culture references that don't always land and just like little things that I think in time he'll get over and find a place in, as a valuable member of the, the announced team. But I don't think people are giving him time. I think people are turning on him if they ever if they ever were positive about him in the first place. May I say my piece on this? I feel like with Tom you had somebody that felt very announcery, but knew was so good and knew the moves and knew the the um, product so well that it worked. With Adnan, you have someone that's extremely announcery sounding and also doesn't really know anything yet. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like once he has, he's up to speed completely. It will. I think it'll hit different. No, oh, you think you, so? You think there's a chance of hitting different? I think there's a chance of hitting different. And if you sound too announcery and also don't know what you're talking about, it sounds preposterous. Yep. Yeah. That's that. In my opinion, that is the issue. Whereas, well, like I said, Tom was announcery but knew everything, so it worked and was great. Yeah. And I, I think it, it makes perfect sense. And I, I think for, for wrestling fans, part of the problem too is a thing that's happening that we don't even realize is happening is that WWE is trying to move towards like a more sports-like presentation. And so I think that's where Adnan has a place. And I think that's how you get a Pat McAfee on SmackDown's announce table and a, you know, a guy like... Although McAfee's um, very wrestling-y. That, that's why I like him. He is. He is. He's, he's wrestling. He's marky. He's marky. He's, he's the... No, he's 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 kind of old school. Like, I, I, I like... McAfee's able to get away with playing sort of an old school wrestling anou- uh, announcer. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down with it so far. Uh, I even like one thing about Adnan, though. Even mm-hmm. like Arash, you know, interviewing Adam Cole. That They're going sports with it. That you know they've been hammered so much for going more entertainment slash sports entertainment that I think they're slowly trying to move in the other direction. And I mean, I'm curious to see how that ends up looking when they start getting everything right and everything starts clicking. But you know, for now, Adnan is just getting hammered. He seems like a GG though. Oh, he's a G. He's a G. He's a G. G. He's a G. G. Yeah. SGG. By the way, speaking of GGs. SGG, is your like mic facing the wrong way? Like you sound fine, but you sound more distance than usual. Oh yeah, I have it back. Like I don't have it right up on me. You want me to get it right up? Where is it? Where, where's your mic? It's like right to the side of me. Hold on. What, what if it. you lift it closer? Yeah, let me let me hear you. Oh, there, there you go. Try that. Is this too close though? No. Oh, okay. No, All it right. sounds tremendous. Well, All right. I didn't want I didn't want to overwhelm no, the, no the audio. Yeah, no yeah. overwhelming. Who goes over between um, the Hacksaw LJN or the DiBiase LJN? Um, I mean, come on. DiBiase goes over, and afterwards, Hacksaw chases him out with the two-by-four and ends up standing tall in the ring and yelling USA. And there's a USA chant, and he's waving the flag, and he's holding the two-by-four, but DiBiase is walking back down the aisle, the winner. Yeah, easily. They're both 88. They're from the same series. It's amazing how much it's amazing how much smaller the uh, the DiBiase is one is as opposed to the hacksaw one. Let me see them. They, they look the same size to me right now. Nah, they're yeah. I'm not seeing any difference. No, nah, hacksaw is bigger and 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 more brawn. There's not you know, but DiBiase. Look at the detail, the beautiful detail with the money. What is? I'm so shocked oh. that like you don't even care about the the scratches and the. Yeah, he's got a, he's got that. a chipped face, DiBiase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I told you there is no MOC for the DIP. I that doesn't, like, that doesn't mean that they got to look like that, though. This, by the way, so there's certain ones that have more, I think, a, a more of a tendency to be patinaed and weathered. Yeah. One Man Gang, Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, the the DiBiase one is definitely one of those. So you it very rarely do you see one that's not all scuffed up and, and messed up. Shirtless Hogan so, lasts great. Is there uh, a way to restore Hogan? them? Nude Hogan is, is gorgeous. Nude Hogan doesn't he doesn't ever fade. It, it's it's a beautiful beautiful item. Some uh, my of, Vince McMahon and my Ken Patera are, are in unbelievable shape. Really, beautiful shape. stunning. How's Bobby? Bobby, I played with a lot as a kid. Right. So Bobby got a lot of play. Well, yeah, of course. But does was, Bobby look as bad as a uh, Million Dollar Man? No, 
no, Bobby, Bobby looks better than Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar <laughs> Man looks like, I mean, he's 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 just destroyed. Um, he looks like a hundred thousand dollar man. Yeah, he looks like a fifty dollar man. Confirmed. Um, he was more than a fifty dollar man. I got to tell you. So he was he, about a fifty dollar man. He was he about, about a, a he's about a fifty dollar man. He's, he's, like, a, he's a fifty dollar man. Confirmed. <laughs> So that was the main thing that people were talking about on Monday Night Raw, unfortunately, uh, on social media, was Adnan Verk. I just finished last week's SmackDown, and I have to tell you, the main thing I left thinking after SmackDown this week was that no one is better at acting the same way in front of the Thunderdome as they act in front of the crowd as Daniel Bryan. He's the only person who talks. He he fully has bought into the gimmick. Like, this is the crowd. I'm going to do it the exact same way. Like, I'm going to talk with intensity. I'm going to be loud and enunciate. Like, he really has just kept his character. Even the way he does his, his yes when he comes down. Everything is the same. But that's what we want. Too, I right? no, like, I appreciate it. I yeah. think I do think there are ways to play into it in other ways, like Roman has, and like you know, talking to people more when you know they can audibly hear you. But when you're in the ring and you're cutting a promo and you're trying to deliver it with energy, just keep it the same. You, you Daniel Bryan never gets drowned out by crowd noise because he's so loud. He just completely booms through it all. Especially when that's what we're used to, because like we're watching it on TV anyway. So if they're going to go through the motions of putting people's faces on screen and piping in crowd noise, the least that the, the guys can do on the mic is do their part. And like you said, with Daniel Bryan and just do it the exact same way, bring the energy, bring the hype, enunciate the same way, because we're still at home viewing it no matter what. Um, I think... Uh... The this crowd sounds have been a little less uh, it's significant. Been, it's been weeks. slightly better. It's slightly better. There's something going on. You think there's something Ooh. going on? Yeah, I think there might be something going on. I wonder. Say, there's something and nothing. I Today, w- this week was a mess. In terms of what the actual product? Yeah, I mean there are kind of lot. It's it's in people it's, are not happy lost. with Raw right now. It's lost right now. Raw, Raw is lost. Raw is getting killed. Raw has Raw been getting lost. killed. SmackDown yeah. seems to be accepted more, but Raw is really is is taking a beating. I think that um, seeing Alistair, the face of Alistair Black was clearly the highlight of my week. I've been wanting him to come back for months and months. He's one of my guys. I anticipate him being the person that eventually answers the challenge to Sheamus and challenges him for the U.S. title. That's my prediction. Of course, that couldn't be lamer. Um, but that's what's going to happen. He'll beat up on the Umberto Carrillos for the next couple of weeks, and then after two or three promos, um, he'll be the guy that challenges Sheamus for the U.S. title. That's my prediction. Don't you think that with a guy like Alistair Black, if they present it right, he could be bigger than titles? He could be like this attraction. I got to tell you, I don't. I not don't, as cheesy as The Fiend? I don't. I, I would love that. Are you kidding? I, I, that's clearly the way to go. He's a awesome, macabre, you know, Undertaker, Fiend, Jace character, he absolutely should be thrust into the spotlight in main, like main event picture right away. He's an incredible wrestler. His finish is, the kick is amazing. Um, everything about him is mage. You think he and, should become Undertaker or Jace? Yeah, I mean, I guess the Fiend is Undertaker or Jace right now. And 
But the and, Fiend and, really uh, isn't Undertaker or Jace when you think about it. Yeah, Alistair Black I think, could be Undertaker or Jace esque. Right. You know? But I don't think the Fiend's Undertaker or Jace. I really think he's his own separate thing altogether. Yeah, they he exist is. in the same realm, but it's like he's as Undertaker or Jace as Papa Shango. He's just like a horror character. Or even like the Boogeyman. They're I love just, horror characters. just like horror characters that that have their own separate identities. Let, let's focus on some, let's focus on something positive for a second. Our, sure. Dip, Dipperstein, you must be happy to see Tamina Snuka getting a little love. I'm happy to see her getting a little love. I am, but then again, they put her in that match with Nia Jax, who I love and is one of my guys. But I all it was a very not it was a clunky sort of poorly wrestled positive though we posted <laughs> this is this is not how you keep it positive what do you mean what, what? i love tamina i'm <laughs> thrilled to see her get her day right i'm thrilled that tamina is is on television every week i think she's a great guy i think she's an awesome in-ring presence but i just don't know like to me nia Jax versus tamina is like main event wrestlemania women's match for sure um, Not a five-minute weird sort of messed up whatever it was. Schmazol. Yeah. Yeah. The schmazol of the cinch. It was the schmazol of the cinch. And I don't think it needed to be that. But that said, I hope that they actually build the character for Tamina and let her really sort of grow as a character and, and as, a, as an artist in the ring. Should we dive right into some mailbag and just kind of hit some mail as we go on here? Yeah. I just want to say the m- m- the m- idea m- 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 male. the idea of having br- like it be like Braun and Drew and who's going to be in and who's going to be out and having no real storyline except like they're just facing each other. I mean, that's the reason that raw ratings are down in my opinion. No one it's just it's too much Drew. It's too much Drew. I I you know what? It's Drew I, after I, Drew after I Drew, think, Drew, I, Drew this, Drew that. I think I think Dip may be getting to something here. I think I think it's not helping Lashley also to have it still just be Drew, Drew, Drew. Like what's can you just get let Drew go away and work another program and bounce back to this? Yeah. He can't the just hang on finished. to the title picture endlessly. The no. WrestleMania finish lent itself perfectly to Lashley being able to walk away. And, and, you know, no, Drew did not give up. He did not tap out. But, I mean, you got slept. So that's even worse. You, you know what I mean? It's not like Stone Cold fought till he passed out. Like, you got slept. Having, having um, like, now just, like, two people in the title picture against um, Bobby is is a weak move it would it would be lashley versus braun would be so much more meaningful than him versus both oh i I, i'm just so over the drew of it all already i like him i get it i'm just so it's drew is getting shoved down our throat eventually they're going to turn on drew the crowd will turn on drew at some point soon it's happened it's going to happen well i mean it's possible that the crowd has turned on drew there's just no crowd it doesn't matter yeah just like how you know a heel roman would have been so beloved if there was a crowd there before they got a chance to really like totally again and make people hate them. Although I will compliment the main event picture in some capacity right now. You have two champions, Roman and, and Bobby who feel dominant and unbeatable, Agreed. which is awesome that I totally get. Both of them are working big time, especially with MVP and Paul Heyman. 
yep. behind them. Yep. But the challengers, we need a fresh challenger. We need a fresh crop of main eventers. Well, and how do you so yeah, how do you, on SmackDown? So how do you feel about Cesaro being put into this situation with Roman? I don't think it's ever going to work out. I don't think that you'll ever get to the point where Cesaro is in a main event at a pay per view. In my opinion, I think it. I think it will. I like the Cesaro Roman angle, but um, I don't I think don't it's going it. to work not, out for him in terms of becoming Universal Champion. I'd like to see at least Bobby and Roman become, you know, go on this collision course to where they're at. They're the champs at Survivor Series, and then they do it, you know, champion versus champion. Um, but I don't see Cesaro taking the belt. But him as a performer, like he's similar to Roman in that I feel like he could work with anybody and give you a high quality match. It's not going to get as praised as Roman's matches, but I think those two are going to gel. The truth is it needs to be Seth Rollins. He's the only force of nature right now that has a real gimmick who is an interesting character on television that should be up against now the completely different Roman and the, it's, it's the completely different character that of Roman and the completely, completely different, different character. Well, I, I, I agree with that, but I, I feel like that's something that you save for like a SummerSlam or a Survivor yeah, so. Series or WrestleMania. And then in the meantime, in the meantime, you build up a guy like a Cesaro because, you know, you can't just these incredible stars, these big forces don't just come out of nowhere. So Cesaro well, going to have to get built Cesar up somehow. Cesaro, in my opinion is cool to watch sometimes, but at the end of the day, he's a bore. And I don't think that he'll ever really reach what we're thinking that he is about to. I don't think it's going to I, I love. Yeah, I, I disagree. I, I love Cesaro. He's a great guy. Yeah. The whole thing people have always had about him one day having it, and he needs to reach for the brass ring, and he should be, he's unfulfilled potential. I, I agree with Dip. I don't think his potential is, is like a dominant universal champion. I, I It's not. His, no. his, his they height. They may give it to him for a day and lose it immediately. His, or, his height. Blue. His height is to be like an awesome intercontinental champion and be like the king of the mid card. And that's, by the way, we, we need to not think of that as being a diss. Like, yeah. it's not a diss to a be champion. king of the no, mid card. No, absolutely not. I think, so you said two things there that I want to touch on. So first, I don't think that he'll be a dominant universal champion or a dominant world champion. But I do think that he could be a world champion that fans get behind and deliver enjoy enjoyable matches and and is beloved and somebody that we think about fondly i do think he can be that without being like a dominant unstoppable cena-esque hogan-esque but can you see him beating either champion right now um yes i can but it's it's again it's not going to be like a knockout type of type of clash like there's different styles to this wrestling like aj could be either champion right now he's not a dominant wrestler Disagree. Seth could be either champion right now. He's not a dominant wrestler. It's about skill set and what you bring to the table. But and you then, don't think AJ could do it right now. It's not right about now. that. And it's AJ not can't... about skill set and what you bring to the table. Yeah, no, it is. It is. No. If you're going to be a champion, you don't have to be a champion exactly like somebody else. Yeah, but if it's about... Know, if Daniel it, Bryan wasn't dominant champion. But if it's about skill set, then why is Hulk Hogan like the arguably the greatest champion of all time? Because he was also popular. We're talking about two different things. Yeah, but that, the, the, we're talking about the they, thing. They end, they end in the same result. No one is beating Roman right now, and no one is even even Bobby. like even Austin, right? Austin was just super popular. Yeah, but but, again, but no, he was super charismatic. Thing, 
but don't need to get into see, this. We're talking. You're talking about two different things. We're talking about two. No, no. We're talking about. We're talking we're, about who in the current product can beat the two champions. And and by That's and by the way, and hold on. And by the way, beat. I don't mean in a shoot fight. I mean, I mean, has the, you could see them being the legitimate face of the company when they walk out on TV every week, and I don't see that being Cesaro. I, I do see that being Cesaro, but then the other thing that you touched That's on crazy too, talk. No, That's I see that being Cesaro. Talk. Cesaro, is- Cesaro does media. Cesaro speaks five languages. Cesaro dresses well. He carries himself well, and then on top of that, in the ring, he can be trusted to. Do what you want to do to give him a championship. Well, in the is, ring, he's unquestionable. On, no no one on doubts matches. No one doubts that in the ring he's a phenomenal wrestler or that he's a great guy and a true professional. The question is, does Cesaro have the charisma to be the guy? I mean, keep in mind, Bobby Lashley's a guy who now in his forties has found the charisma to do so. He didn't have it before. He has it now. Maybe one day Cesaro evolves even further. But I don't see how you could see that. Right now on Fox, you think they're starting off Fox SmackDown and you hear Cesaro's music and he comes down and cuts a promo as the champion? No, it's never going to happen. I'm not going to say never going to happen and I I can see it happening. But then you said something else that I want to touch on too. um, And I don't want to get too far away from this. When you talked about his ceiling being a mid-carder and that's not a diss. And I agree with you. And I don't know, when do you think we as fans got to this point where like our favorite had to be the world champion. That, Cause when you think about the eighties, like Piper was never world champion and he was it's a, a mega star. And he I was can answer. I that. can answer for you. It's when fans started getting too quote unquote smart and now, but they're not smart. Fans think they know the business and they don't. The, the difference between this show and fans exactly as dip raises his hand is that we know what our limitations are in understanding the business and we like who we like. Other fans cannot separate, not all, I'm I'm not talking to the cheap heat universe, of course, except for those who email us angry right now. They think they know so much that because they like a guy or girl, that person must be the best. And if they lose or if their character, quote, isn't treated the right way, It's a mistake every single time. And sometimes it's not a mistake. Or that it's a slight that they are not champion or, or, you know. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat had an incredible career at the top of the mid card. He was world champion, though. For for like for a a split second. Yeah. And 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 him and Flair were at the top. He had we all know his run with Flair was him at the top. For the rest of his career, though, for the most part. What he was was you were going to see a show and in the main event would be a Hulk Hogan or a Ric Flair and the match before intermission would be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And that's all good. Like, yeah. that's that, that's still... By the, by the way, you know, that was a long part of Savage's career. Long part of Bret Hart's career. Dude, you can... You could argue that right after Steamboat did the Flair program, he became Jobert a Jace. Like, it almost was too much. It was I wouldn't say from- Jobert or Jace, but he would be Jobert or Jace by like our standards in terms of like taking losses, even if it was like big, exciting matches. Dude, he was the starting losses- off. He was starting off pay per views against you know the the much less mage Rick the Model Martel. Okay, short haired model. It was it was model versus Steamboat in a in a Jobert or Jace match for years for ninety one and ninety two. 
Yeah, that's definitely what by today's standard. And I well, and I wonder by I wonder if that is almost the direct result of him having getting to the top. And when you get to the top and that ends, it's harder to go back to where you were. You but instantly are a little like, more of a jobber. They could have pushed too, Steamboat back then. They didn't. I don't know I think, why. I think part of it, too, is that, like, fans, we want more for these guys sometimes than they might want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do we know that everybody wants to be world champion, running that schedule, being all over the place? Because Steamboat had a son back then that he was, like, trying to be trying to be there for. So maybe it's just easier for him to well, be I a family have, man at the bottom of the card with Rick Martel. I also have an, uh, an important update for people. Um, titles are not as important for wrestlers as they are for fans. Okay? Definitely it's, not for SGG. He's obsessed with titles. He, he this is not I, I think Brett would I think Brett would disagree but Well yeah, well Brett yeah, and we know people's criticisms yeah. of Brett. I mean, this is not competitive sports where the championship means everything. It's a performance job. Do you like the you could be a champion and if your stories are trash, you might not be happy. You might be like this is boring. I'm yeah, I have this title and I show I have to carry it around everywhere I go to show up into a story I'm not into. Meanwhile, you could ne- never have a title and get in one good story after another. I mean, do you think when our truth hasn't been on TV for a little while, but do you think when our truth is being utilized week to week as a comedy act, he's like, man, I need to be taken seriously. <laughs> he's he's performing. He's entertaining. That that yeah, that's he, it. He's got the life. You think our truth was like, I don't really know if Rosenberg's the guy for this. I mean, this is my title after all. <laughs> that, that that's not what they're doing. That's what we do because we're fans. But th- th- we we apply standards that don't make sense and sometimes as a result people are offended when you say that someone is a mid-card guy i i wonder what the listeners will say about this argument whether they see cesaro that way because i know fans love cesaro but i what the ceiling is is an interesting debate also too it's like the ceiling is gonna move it's like it could be we could have the same conversation a year from now and completely switch positions depending well as michael jordan says the ceiling is the roof um, all the right, only that- guy that I can real quick, the only guy that I can say right now, and I already hit on this last week, that will achieve title success that is in the mid card is Matt Riddle right now. He will be a champion for sure. They will put the belt on him, the world title on him at some point, a thousand percent. A thousand percent is the aggressive, crazed take of the century. I can smell but- title for Matt Riddle. That, but it's also like a lukewarm take, though, that they're going to make Matt Riddle a world champion. He's over now. He's over despite the terrible gimmick. I I don't even think the gimmick is terrible. I think sometimes it's overdone. I he is a bro. That that is who he is. So this the gimmick is Matt Riddle. I, I don't have a problem with that. I have. I'm I, sure I, his. I've never. I've took. I've spoken to him one time. I'm sure that his it's not quite that. Well, that's not what. Oh, I'm sorry. This is professional wrestling, not you oh. know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's it's oh. turned up to ten. All right, Phil writes us and says, "Hey guys, given there was no radio row at this year's Mania, I have an idea of how to fill the void." Peter interviews a collection of current wrestling personalities and legends. However, Peter just interviews himself via his esteemed impressions canon. I'm sure you could improv a Bret Hart interview in your sleep. How about an interview with Michael Cole? 
except he only answers the questions with boss time or big dog. Just an idea. Cheers, Phil from Edinburgh, Scotland. Phil, I don't have I don't have that many impressions. Honestly, you know who you can do that with though, hmm. Mansuri. I was just gonna say that <laughs> Mike Mansuri can do it all. That's funny. You know what? I I, I forgot. Now that he's uh, Mike has a podcast now. He's now openly out there. He's doing his podcast on Pat McAfee's network. I listened yesterday. It's him and Mark Madden. He's doing a terrific job. Wow. What is it? What's the podcast? Um, Sports? No, it's a wrestling podcast. Oh, Mage. That's something I would listen to. It is called The Best Wrestling Show, and it's on the oh. Pat McAfee Network. How have you not been on that show? He, he, they don't do guests. They're, just, they're, oh. they're doing what we do. Yeah, well, we're going to oh. get him on here to do that. That could be fun. What are I, I? I don't even remember what what um, Mansuri's best impressions are. He got Sean. Brett. He got Jim Ross. Brett. He got Brett. Yeah, his Brett is. We can, get, we can get some legends out of, out of mage. his Jr. Is mage. They're all mage. Let's see. Let's call Mansuri now that he no longer works for the company. I feel like we can blindly call him and ask him to do an impression. He can just do it, right? Um, so, yeah, go check out the best wrestling show. Very, very Period. good stuff with uh, with Mike Mansuri and uh, Mark Madden. Um, now, Daniel Bryan's career is on the line tonight. Yes. What against who? Roman Reigns, Universal Championship. So is this the end for Daniel Bryan? Could this actually um, be the end? I think it could be. He's I definitely going to lose. Bye bye to Bride tonight. Whether it's the end or not, he's going to lose tonight. I think. Yeah. Let's because I mean, let's just look at some some stats, right? WWE put this up on the Instagram page. Roman Reigns has defeated Daniel Bryan sixteen times compared to Daniel Bryan defeating Roman Reigns uh, twelve times. That's their overall win loss record. And Roman Reigns also has not been pinned or tapped out on SmackDown since November eighth. 2019 it's not looking good for Daniel Bryan Eesh, that is not great that is not great so here's my question when Daniel Bryan loses tonight is Daniel Bryan actually going away like because everyone knows that he's supposedly at the end of the line is the end of the line for Daniel Bryan right now well I mean we'll see right WWE is funny with the semantics so when they say, you know, he'll be banished from SmackDown, does that mean he'll pop up in Raw or NXT? We don't know. It could legit be that he'll be going away for a while and his career is on the line or whatever, but, um, or it could be just banished from SmackDown means that he can pop up in NXT UK or, or go wherever he wants. But either way, I think. I don't Smackdown see that happening, tenure, by the way. Yeah, who knows though? Daniel Bryan loves wrestling and he could he could be in somebody's ear about just like send me somewhere where I can wrestle people that I think are good. Um Dipperstein, what's your thought? Um, I think that he'll probably lose tonight and it'll end with like this is the end of the career of Daniel Bryan and they'll make a big stink out of it, and that'll be the last shot we see, and it's Daniel Bryan waving goodbye or whatever, but it won't be the last match. I think Pro- probably is so disrespectful to the tribal chief. I think we can all definitively say that Daniel Bryan is is going is is over for him tonight. I could also yeah. see like a a DQ. Is yeah. it, it like Jay Uso comes in? 
Main event Jay Uso, aka his nickname is Main Event, and they just have him lose every single week. He's he's in the main event though. To your point, like he's losing, but he got a nice spot on the card. Well, no, 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 main, main event Jay about. Uso. To the point, to the point earlier, it doesn't really yep. matter that he's losing, but he yep. is losing galore. I don't know. Keep going. Next mail. Oh, mailbag. I forgot. And I. Okay. Um. All right. Here it is. It's from Alexander. Mail. Just wanted to reach out following last week's episode. Hopefully, you've received a bunch of positive response to the opening segment on Shock G. But I suspect you've also had some negative reaction. As a white guy from Scotland who listened to a wee bit of rap, some Jay Z here, some Lupe Fiasco chants. Um, but honestly, I had no clue Shock G was. I just want to say that I loved it. Really appreciated the way you broke it down for those of us who know almost nothing. And really enjoyed the clips you played. Listening to you in Shoemaker and later SGG was how I got into wrestling. And you're still my main connection to it as it's expensive over here. So it's only natural that you'd be how I'd get into more hip hop as well. Thanks for everything, Sandy. What a nice message. Yeah, that was wonderful. And I'm, I'm glad people appreciated the Shock G talk because I, I thought it was dope as well. I appreciate that. You guys are both uh, great guys. Uh, this is a question about Juan Epp, which I hope you guys are all sub- subscribing to. Here's um, Carlos. Mail. The Cheap Heat universe deserves a watch along of WWE's most wanted treasures. We have to see Dip going crazy. P.S. I was in line to get some delicious chicken at Raymond James Stadium when from afar I saw two people coming through with black ponchos and one of them looked familiar. And then as they were walking by, I heard the great words, oh, he's a great guy. <laughs> no. Mage moment seeing Dip and your girlfriend going to support you at the kickoff table. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Thanks, Carlos. That cracks wow. me up. That's Mage. That's uh, very funny. Um, let's see. Mike. Pete, SGG, and Dipper Fiend. While I loved WrestleMania as a whole, I'm not sure I popped louder than when Rosenberg said Cesaro is swinging and swinging and that he's a great guy on the kickoff show. <laughs> Love the tidbits that you always throw in there for Cheap Pete Nation. Awesome job on the pre-show. As always, you guys rock. Thank you for all the entertainment. Been a listener for almost four years, uh, and I can confirm that no one does it better than the guys on Cheap Pete. Best to you and your families. Very, very nice. You know, he seems like a great guy. Hunter wrote us, by the way. Male. If you guys are serious about going to Charlotte, Please do a meetup in Charlotte. You guys have a following down here, and we never get major pay-per-views. Would love to meet you guys. Thanks, Hunter. Okay. Dip, did you reach out about having dinner with Barbarian? No, I wanted to talk about it again this week. All right, I, we only, I only have two minutes. I know it's a short episode this week. I got to go in the air. Well, it's 90 seconds now. Can I say something? Go ahead. I want to go to North Carolina and do this. Did well, So have you reached out yet? No, I will. Can we go? Can, can we just, can we make this a thing? Yeah. It's a two-hour flight for you, and for me, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll definitely do it. it and Natalie would definitely want to go for barbecue in North Carolina. So it's a shame that with the, with the wrestling legacy that they have, that they don't get more stuff down there. That's sad to hear. Yeah, that is a bummer. You know what? We will document the whole thing. I'll, we'll have somebody come and shoot the whole thing as a, as a little mock you dump fun, mockumentary documentary. And we'll go have dinner with the barbarian and we'll, we'll have a conversation with the barbarian. I want to meet the barbarian. By the way, we could do a whole heat and greet around barbarian. So we have dinner with them and then fans show up and they meet us and barbarian. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm oh, loving and loving. Incredible. You're loving and loving. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, right? SGJ? No, it's a great idea. Um, and we should do it. We'll do a t-shirt with barbarian and GP. <laughs> By the, way, by the way, it would be very funny to have uh, like shoemaker or Brian Campbell scratched out and have barbarian there. I love it. <laughs> 
uh, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com or on social media at Rosenberg Radio, at StackGuyGreg, at the Dipperstein on uh, Instagram, that is. Next week, we'll be back with a big, full episode, chock full of things. But right now, I have to go do the Michael K show because, you know, in the world of sports, you can't talk enough draft. I wish, Dipperstein, you were in tune to sports enough to know how ridiculous the over-the-topness of the NFL draft was. I, I People wish, don't have anything else to talk about right now. It's, I mean, last night, I mean, they, it, it, the, the pomp and circumstance, the Kings of Leon performing, the outdoor, oh, it's, it, it's out of control. If you There's think performances at the draft, yes, full concert performances. Now it's like it's it's like an award show meets the Super Bowl about nothing. It's yes. Yeah. By the way, sounds mage. Oh my god. All right, stay mage, everyone. Have a great week. Yeah, stay mage. Take it easy, SUJ. Oh, yeah. It's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like stats. Professional wrestler in the history.